Mike, Mike, Mike check. One, two, one, two. Hey, Izzo. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Mornings with Omar. And it's me, your host, of course, Omar, a.k.a. Omizi for short. Yeah, I mean, and I thank you all for tuning in. It's a wonderful Friday. Hope everybody's feeling good. Weather's good. Uh, hope everybody's looking good and doing good. And listen, man, hey, we, we survived another week in this crazy world that we live in, you know. But, you know, it's, it's a time for celebration. You know, the summer's approaching. We almost there. I know everybody's ready to have a great turned up summer, hot girl summer, hot boy summer. I even heard the white boy summer. So, you know, everybody's summer finna be lit. You heard so. But welcome in, man. You know, I'm doing well. I'm back from a vacay. Another one. What can I say? Another one. You know what I mean? So, you know, I'm out here living my best life as well. You know, I just got back from Barranquitas out in Puerto Rico. I love it out there, man. Puerto Rico's so, so wonderful, and the, the people are so great. Food's delicious. Island is is immaculate, you know, just my type of vibe and energy out there. Um, But, yeah, man, it's... It's, I'm just happy to be here, happy to be able to talk to y'all. If this is your first time checking me out, then, you know, welcome in. Um, the vibes is great over here, and if, if you're a returning listener, then you know the vibes, because we didn't been here before, so, you know, shout out to everybody, you know, that listen. Um, shout out to the teachers that's still out there teaching. Shout out to the to the people overseas listening. Shout out to, you know, the, the, the healthcare workers, the nurses the mental health workers, the therapists, you know, everybody that, that puts in them long hours, uh, you know, helping others and, and don't really get the time to help themselves. So shout out to y'all, man. Um, a lot happened. Also, a lot didn't happen. So, you know, I'm not really quite sure where to start today. But, uh, well, listen, man, if you buy gas and... You decide that okay, I'm gonna put this gas in a in a plastic bag and put it in my trunk because I think there's a gas shortage going on. Then you, my friend, are an idiot. You're 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 completely an idiot. You know, like I didn't see memes. I seen videos, like actual videos of people pumping gas into a bag, like a Walmart bag, and then putting it in the trunk of their car. Like, bro, who does shit like that? You. Like common sense isn't common, and the things that y'all be out there doing is just more evidence to prove that fact. You know what I mean, y'all do dumb shit. Who listen? If if there's a gas shortage, why would you think that you should go buy more gas, stock up on gas to exacerbate the problem even further? Like, listen, I was in I was in Maryland. Uh, yeah, I was in Maryland on my way back. You know, back to the city and stuff And I stopped and got gas And bro When I tell you there was at least like 50 cars At one gas station All trying to get gas Yeah, I'm not exaggerating It was literally 50 cars Like, And then the cars were parked You know, from From the parking lot all the way out into the street All the way like down the block A bunch of cars waiting Just to get gas And I, I seen like I seen like like I said I seen stuff online of people just doing the, the stupidest stuff 
trying to get gas or hoard gas or people gas stations running out of gas like it's really crazy out here so i guess what happened was um a pipeline colonial pipeline they were hacked by some uh, eastern european or russian hackers and they uh they basically held them for ransom like their their software or something and i guess they made out with like i think they said like five million in cryptocurrency um untraceable cryptocurrency at that so you know it just kind of it kind of goes to show you that the the hackers and they're still here it's still prevalent uh and you know this cybersecurity stuff it's it's really it's really about to be like you know to the next level in the coming years because you know the, the regular wars at least for like the big countries the powerhouses it's probably not likely to happen like i don't think the USA is going to go to war with Russia i don't think USA is going to go to war with china so you know what they um resort to now is just cyber attacks so i mean hopefully hopefully the our data and our our you know our digital footprints in these in these social media sites and on these um banks and and all this stuff is safe because listen it's going to come it could come to a point where you know everything is hacked and I mean, I remember watching the movie uh, Die Hard, where, like, the whole U.S., like, uh, it was a good movie. It was the, the most, re- I don't think it was the most recent Die Hard, but it was one of them Die Hards, and everything got hacked, and, you know, they were trying to, like, start a world, I don't know what, the, I can't remember what the premise was, but, I mean, this stuff doesn't seem so far-fetched now with the stuff that's going on in the world. I mean, it was proven that the Russians hacked the election, and there's still possible Russians or Eastern Europeans hacking gas pipelines in the United States. So this stuff doesn't seem like it's slowing down for real. And the, that colonial pipeline, they initially said like, oh, we're not paying no ransoms. We don't pay ransoms and stuff like that. But another report came out yesterday or today um, or yesterday, Thursday, and said that they paid that ransom the same day. Like the minute they got hacked. They paid that ransom to get their stuff back, but I guess it took a while to decrypt it and all this other stuff. So, listen, man, the world's a crazy place for real. Um, so, yeah, man, gas shortage going on. Gas prices is rising. I know I'm paying like three fifty for the mid-grade. And summer's here, too, so gas prices go up in the summer naturally because people travel more, so... I won't be surprised if we hit like four dollars for ga- per gallon out here. So we'll we'll see we'll see. In other news, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in Palestine, and there's like a war going on with Palestine and Israel. They shooting rockets back and forth. That's uh, not I don't know too much about what's going on. I just know that it looks crazy over there. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't really have a, have a, have an opinion on it because, like I said, I don't, I don't know what's going on, man, and I don't, I can't pick a side or anything like that. I can just only pray for, you know, everybody involved, and hopefully that gets resolved soon. I don't know what the, what the, 
what the dispute is or like if someone was like trying to intrude on some other land or I don't really know. You know, I read a little bit about it, but it didn't give me enough information to where I, I can, you know, formulate a, a solid opinion on it. So, you know, it's it's still a crazy world, man. And, and sometimes we just got to be appreciative and blessed that, you know, if we're in one of these developed powerhouse countries that, you know, we don't have to deal with the things like that because it's children were dying, innocent people were dying, and that's never good, you know. So prayers to everybody that lost their lives. Prayers to everybody that's that's just over there and has to deal with that. I know it's a lot. I couldn't do it. So, you know, prayers to those people. Um. So uh, do you all remember the guy african-american gentleman in north carolina who was killed by police and they wouldn't release the footage of it so the update on that is that the family and the lawyers were able to view the footage the body cam footage and the dashboard footage and what they concluded is that uh andrew brown jr was killed unnecessarily um so uh it what the lawyers are saying is that it wasn't justified. It wasn't a justified shooting. Uh, and, you know, hopefully, you know, even though all of uh, all the public wasn't able to view it, um, which is, which is good. I don't, I'm not a proponent of, you know, just keep showing black people get murdered on, you know, TV and, and on the news outlets and stuff like that. Cause like I said, it's traumatizing, and it can mess with your psyche. So, you know, in these situations, I think it's important that the lawyers and the family, if they want to see these these videos so that they can, you know, see see the truth and find out what happened and and move forward, proceed forward with what's necessary in the next step. So hopefully justice gets served in that situation. Um, And yeah, man, it's just I'm going to keep keep my eye on it and figure out what's going on um and i'll update y'all because it's it's so much stuff and it's hard to keep up with everything but you know somebody gotta do it so i'm gonna be that guy um i also read another article on it was like uh it was it was an article on basically how black voters have been being suppressed and this may be news to some it may not be news to to others but you know, it's an article on how, you know, there's always been uh, like laws created and things like that to suppress the black vote. And, you know, the only way that we can really combat this is to continue to vote, continue to voice our 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 our, our voices and and our displeasure with these laws that these governments and uh, governors of these southern states and Republican states they're really trying to, you know, keep keep things a certain way. They're really trying to keep the status quo. They would like things a certain way. Because um, remember, I was telling you how, like, you know, they're trying to they're banning all the all the race theory, uh, all the race theory teachings in school. Um, so yeah, man, it's 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 real. 
the suppression stuff is real, oppression is real, and like hopefully, you know, the people that are fighting for us continue to fight. People like Stacey uh, Abrams, I, I believe is her name, from Georgia, you know, and the countless others that's really on the front lines doing the, their due diligence and looking out for the people, you know, not just black people, but all minorities, um, people of, of, of Hispanic descent and Spanish and, you know, the immigrants that come through. So I also just read, too, that women will no longer be uh, held in these those detention centers in the bo- on the border or something like that. Uh, I don't. I I, didn't, I just read that in in passing, so I don't know too much about it. But I'll try to. I'll try to like read more into that and see, see what that's actually about. You know. Uh um. In other news, I feel like they 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 are officially like saying that if you vaccinated, then you don't have to wear your mask anymore. So it's definitely a good thing. You know, it's been pretty weird that you get vaccinated and you still had to wear a mask uh, a lot of places they're opening up new york's about to open pennsylvania is about to open new jersey's about to open i think california is about to open if they didn't already so many places are opening up and allowing people to go outside and without their mask if they're fully vaccinated um i think people are starting to hit the numbers where i know pennsylvania is waiting until at least like 70 percent of the of the people is vaccinated before, you know, they allow people to not have to wear a mask at all. So, you know, venues are opening up. Uh, was it rolling loud is, is happening soon. Sporting events is coming back soon. So, you know, it's, it's the, hopefully towards the end of the year, things get a lot better. People are, are out and about and we kind of get back to some type of normal, I'm like I said, I'm still waiting around for the vaccine for you know it to for enough people to have it and and they're for me personally, so I don't see like you know side effects and people dying or people having complications for any reason before I take it however you know you should you should do always what's best for you and what's best for your family when it comes to getting vaccinated, do your own homework, do your own research, make your own decisions. Uh, don't base it off of, you know, media or base it off of uh, what other people say. Just do what you feel is best for you because, you know, everybody else is going to do what's best for them. I know many people that that, you know, got vaccinated and, and have no issues and everything is fine and dandy. So, you know, I'm just going to wait around and, and give it some more time. And, you know, like I said, well, maybe one day I'll get vaccinated, too. But for now. I'm cooling. I'll just wear a mask or I'll take a COVID test prior to going into these events because that's also an, also an option too. Just like flying, um you could take a COVID test within 72 hours before you do it. And as long as you're negative, you you're allowed in these places, so I'm fine with doing that, you know. I feel like that's an easy way to deal with it until, you know, situation changes. Oh man, um, but yeah, man, it's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, so for the you know for news wise, I feel like you know that's enough stuff there. Um, I don't see any breaking news or any other major headlines that uh that uh that I have to you know report on or anything like that. But all in all, man, stop stop hoarding gas, bro. Like 
that's that's not the wave. That's that's not how we handle things. Like let's be smart Americans and and just let let's not be those people. Um so let's see. I I don't know if y'all y'all seen that movie yet. Uh the the Michael B Jordan movie. It's like the Tom Clancy Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. It has Lauren London in it as well. So I decided to watch this movie and it started off kind of like a little cheesy on the cheesy end because Michael B. Jordan, he plays like a CIA op- operative and, you know, uh, I guess I don't want to spoil it, but the movie was pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, like I said, the beginning was a little weird, a little cheesy. I was just like, eh, I was about to turn it off, but. I decided to just watch through it. It's, the movie was kind of long, almost two hours long, but it was a good movie. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, it Michael B. Jordan has a, a way about him where you know his acting is like he's not, his he's a good actor, but he's not like a good actor in like in like in in his dialogue that he has. He's he's a good actor in like his expressions and his body language and and. You know what I mean? It's not really like 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 Denzel, you know, how Denzel says things or, you know, he has that way about him. I mean, Denzel has like the body language, too, and expressions, too. But he also has that dialogue when he says things as well. Michael B. Jordan don't really got that yet because he, he's not always like required to say much in his movies, which is kind of weird. But it was a good movie. Good movie. Nonetheless, I recommend watching it. If like I said, if you ain't got nothing to do this weekend, yo, pop it on. It's on Prime. Amazon Prime, Without Remorse, pretty cool movie, um, something to watch, you and your girl, or you by yourself, whomever, or you and your boyfriend, uh, you know, if you're a female listener, so, yeah, check that out, man, check that out, I tried to watch, I remember I told y'all about that show, Michael Shea show, um, it's called That Darn Michael Shea, or That Damn Michael Shea on HBO Max, and listen, this I thought this show was gonna be like a Dave Chappelle type of show where it's like skits and it's funny and whatnot and I, let me tell you, man, I was highly, highly disappointed with this show. So the first episode is called Policing, and I don't know if they was trying to like make light of the situation. Like you can't make light of of police violence. Like that's just not something that you can do in a funny way. And you probably could do it if you were, like, a good comedian, which I thought Michael Shea was. But, however, this opening first show was, episode was terrible. It was awful. It wasn't funny. Um, They were, like, they had, like, police officers. uh, I guess they was kind of do, like, sketch comedy. Police officers trying to say, hey, these are ways that you can avoid being attacked or shot by police. It is... it tried to play like it tried to make like I said it tried to make light of the situations, but it's not something that you can make fun of like because people are really dying out here like for no reason and the show just wasn't funny. I it was one of the things I turned off. Um, I don't turn many things off, even though like I said I was about to turn off the Michael B. Jordan. Usually I'll just stick through it and watch it, but to me it felt like that last Kevin Hart stand up where it's like this isn't really funny, man. Like at least. I'll give at least the Kevin Hart situation because he makes like family jokes now. At least with that, 
maybe it was kind of humorous. I don't know. I turned that off too, but this shit, that shit, that wasn't even funny and that wasn't even worth my time. And I'm going to tell y'all right now, it's not worth your time. If you were considering going to watch it, I'm here to tell you now, like, it's definitely not even worth it. And I'm really appalled that he would try to, that would, that was what, where he went with, with, you know, his opportunity, you know, for, for his own show. So definitely disappointing. And listen, man, some people just, I feel like they sell out and I could never be that guy. You know, I'm always be true to myself, true to my morals and values and, and do what I feel as though is right by me and the people that come after me too. So outside of that, I didn't, I didn't really get a chance to watch anything else. Cause like I said, I was on vacation, man. So, you know, uh, I'll, I'll try to watch something this weekend, watch some good shows or docs and, and, you know, tell y'all something else, some good that I, I seen, but uh, I did try to watch the show called Jupiter's legacy on Netflix. It was about like, superheroes like uh i guess the superheroes were like when they were younger and are growing up with their powers and things like that and it may have been good but i just wasn't really in the mood like i'm not too big on superhero stuff so i don't really like it's just not because typically in superhero movies or shows we know what happens like ah they get into a little dispute with some other person and a superhero comes out on top like i don't like I don't like shows like that. I think it's cheesy. It's too predictable. I like I like other shit. Crime docs, thrillers, suspense, psychological thrillers, dramas, things like that. Things that keep me on the edge of my seat. So, either way, though, it did look good. Um, I just wasn't in the mood to watch it at the time. So, I'm going to give it another spin. Uh, I actually turned that off to watch without remorse, but I didn't turn it off with the intention to not go back, so... I'm going to try to check that out. I think it's only one season, eight episodes. And, yeah, man, but it seemed like it was pretty cool. Uh, A lot of music news out there. Hmm. Let's see where I should start. Well, you know, first, rest in peace, DMX, you know. We miss you. We love you. We hope you're in a, we know you're in a better place. Uh, It was announced that he got an album coming out at the end of the month, Swiss Beats. You know, longtime producer friend announced it. I think on social media, Instagram probably. Uh, I don't. I don't remember the title of the of the album, but I'm definitely looking forward to hearing it. You know, it's it's his last project, probably. Uh, so, you know, it's just gonna be good to hear his voice. Good to hear the features and see who he has on it. And you know, I've I've always been a, a X fan since it's one of my first rappers I ever heard way back when I was young, probably like nine, ten, eight, nine, ten years old when I first heard, you know, Rough Riders Anthem and seen the, the the video and you know, I was inspired then at a young age, so you know, long live X and we looking forward to hearing the music that you put out, I mean that you created in your last, you know, days and months here on Earth. Uh so, you know, I think it comes out like the twenty eighth or something, so I'll be looking forward to that. I'll be listening. Oh, J. Cole. Uh, listen, I didn't I didn't hear it yet because, you know, I record on Thursdays and then uh, obviously, you know, put the episodes out Friday. So, but today, 
the album's out. Hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's it's everything I thought it would be. He did release that interlude song last week. And you know I'm a big J. Cole fan. One of the one of the biggest. I've always listened to him since Friday Night Lights way back when. And honestly, you know, I I heard people saying, you know, they liked the interlude and they thought it was very J. Cole like to put out the interlude. I wasn't really feeling it. And I'm a J. Cole fan, you know. I probably know every verse, every album, every song. But it it just wasn't, I don't know. I guess, like, I feel him because J. Cole does J. Cole things. But maybe the, it, the interlude's probably going to sound better in the album, you know, as you play it. Because I think i seen the track listing and the song was, like, eighth or ninth. You know, it's towards the end of the album, so... It probably sounds better placed there than it does by itself. But I did hear his freestyle on L.A. Leakers, and that was very, what's the word that I want to use? It was very uh, refreshing to hear that, you know, because he was rapping for real. Uh, And he was rapping on the interlude as well, but, you know, he was rapping, rapping. And I think he did like two million in the first day for real views. That's J. Cole being J. Cole doing J. Cole numbers. The freestyle was good. One of the better ones I heard. He freestyled over the throwback beat of uh nineteen what is it ninety four till infinity. This is how you uh, uh, ninety or ninety three till infinity. One of those. It's a it's a older hip hop song. He freestyled over the beat. Um and then he freestyled over still tipping on full foes, the Mike Jones, Paul Wall John. And you know, he he snapped for real. Like not for none he snapped. Definitely should check that out. It's definitely worth listening to. And, you know, I can't wait to really listen to this album for real and and dive into that because, listen, he's the first one up. You know, Drake was supposed to drop months ago, kept pushing it back. I don't even think he was giving people updates for real. He just just didn't drop. Uh, I know Kendrick. We know Kendrick got some stuff in the tuck. He ain't dropped. Nobody wants to drop. J. Cole stepped up to the plate. The offseason's out today. Check it out because... You know, I know it's all fire, and I know, I mean, he wasn't hesitating. He wasn't waiting around for other people no more. He said, I'm here. So, listen, cold world, baby. Um, They said Drake is the artist of the decade. I think it's Billboard Awards uh, nominated or not nominated, but gave Drake the, the artist of the decade award for 2010 to 2020. You know, who had a better run, honestly? Nobody else could have deserved that award other than Drake, for real. You know, he's he just been on the run since he came out with uh, So Far Gone. You know, and I think that was 09. He's been on fire since. He's been on top since. He's been on charts since. You know what I mean? Like, who else could have got it? So, shout out to Aubrey. Shout out to Drizzy Drake. You know, big fan. Well-deserved. Probably 2020, 2030. We'll see who gets that award, you know. It could be it could be Lil Baby with the run he's having. Um, it could be Drake again for the next 10. We don't know. could be me, for real, for real. So you never know, man. It, it, you, the 10-year period, man, you can really do a lot over 10 years, you know. And I remember, you know, like I said, I, I graduated high school in 09. So, you know, that was 11 years ago. So, you know, that was like my whole adult life for real. 
young adult life of just, you know, listening to Drake growing up, you know, being inspired by Drake musically and, and you know, just in, in, in many ways. So, you know, you can put in a strong ten and, and it could really elevate you to to a place where you really stand out above and beyond everyone else. So just think of it think of think of everything like that. So it's twenty twenty one. You can even include 2020 because that's when a lot of people really took a step back and reevaluated a lot of things. People started businesses. People really started to uh, tap into their creative side or artistic side. So just think about putting your the next 10 years, just giving it at your all. And by the time 2030 come, just think of where you could be. Like you could be in a place where you're 10 times off, better off than where you at today. So. No, shout out to Drake. Shout out to him getting that award. Uh, it's rumored that Lil Baby and Lil Dirk is coming out with a collab album. That's probably going to be crazy and, and fire. I'm not the biggest Dirk fan, but with him and him and him and Baby on a song, I know what that's capable of, and I know what that's going to do to to the masses and to the people that really listen to you know that mel- melodic rap where. You know, the hook is catchy and the hook is, you know, that mel- mel- that melody rap, you know. Baby got it. Baby got that flow. Dirk got that flow. They had the song on, on College John with the two of them. I, whenever that comes out, that's going to be going crazy. And things is opening up now, so I can only imagine what that's going to do. Uh, Soldier Boy, it was saying that he got sued by some ex-girlfriend. He was beating on her and, and caused her to have a miscarriage. You know, she didn't name herself in the lawsuit. But, you know, prayers to everybody involved in that situation. Hopefully Big Soldier ain't really do that. You know, but if he did, then, you know, he got he to gotta deal with, with the consequences for his actions. But, yeah, man, it's pretty, pretty weird stuff going on. Um... Oh yeah, and Kodak, Kodak, he dropping an album that's out today as well called Haitian Boy Kodak, HBK. Kodak, one of my favorite, you know, young rappers as well. He's real, he's real intelligent and insightful. If 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 you ever seen his interviews or if you just like really listen to his music, he actually talks about, you know, he actually has content in the music. So I'm definitely looking forward to listening to that as well. So we got we got Drake, we got uh not Drake, we got Cole. We got Kodak, you know, two different vibes, both dropped today. So check that out, man. And, and you know, I know them shits is going to be fire. So I'm I'm going to be here to talk, about, talk to you about it next week. Ah, oh, man. You know, this podcast thing, I, was, I didn't always want to do a podcast. Like I had to, well, I did, but, you know. It it really kind of developed within the last couple years, and what made me want to do a podcast is the Joe Budden podcast. You know, I've I've been a huge Joe Budden fan since he was dropping No Love Lost and Some Love Lost and All Love Lost and Ordinary Love Shit One Two Three Four. You know, I really connected with his music back a few years back, probably like six years ago. Like I always knew of him, obviously, but. I didn't really tap into the music till probably like six years ago when I was going through a little, you know, depression and, and, you know, just mental health problems like that. 
and I heard its music and obviously in his raps he speaks that same you know same thought process those same you know ideas and and feelings and he articulates it very well so you know naturally just from listening to his music and following them and you know when he started the podcast I started to listen to the podcast early on so I've been a day one probably day one and a half listener I didn't, I didn't really tap into probably like the 60 episode like 60s 40s somewhere around there 70s maybe not quite sure exactly where but I have been listening for a very long time so you know I remember when it was Maul well, well when it was Rory before Maul got there and I remember you know Maul came and and I remember when it was the chick there too for real for real so you know I heard it like a couple early episodes just like in passing, but I didn't really, like, really commit to listening on a regular. But anyway, you know, I say all that to say, you know, it's 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 officially Maul and Rory from the Joe Budden podcast are officially, you know, not a part of that show anymore. And I listen every every week, Wednesday and Saturday, they drop, and I would listen, you know, because that really got me through. You know, when I'm driving to class, I would listen to the podcast, or when I'm driving on the weekend to, you know check out a friend or just taking a trip road trip i will listen because you know podcast two two hours long two and a half two and a half hours long so i would just throw that on and just you know drive if i have like a three four hour drive two hour drive so you know I, I, this stuff was like a it is like a big part of my my you know my life my weekly thing i even went to go see him in concert pre-pandemic i think it was actually 2019 um they were in Maryland, me and my sister went, and it was good to just see him up there. And I, I, I still got the videos in my phone, pictures in my phone. I took a picture with uh, took a picture with Maul. Um, so yeah, it's crazy, man. So it's officially, like I said, they're officially over. No more Joe Budden podcast with Rory and Maul. So the story goes is that you know, if y'all, I don't know if y'all like casual fans or just that you actually listen listen like I do but yeah so what it came down to was I guess you know Rory was really adamant on you know trying to with with how Joe put it is sabotage you know the show by not showing up and by asking for you know to see accounting and see you know the expenses and things like that and you know so you know that all and Roy, they missed a few episodes for like the past couple of weeks, and that was intentional. You know, they didn't, they did that knowingly. That you know, I guess, like I said, how Joe put it from his point of view is that you know they tried to sabotage the show by not showing up and you know trying to take their fans with them and and say like, yo, you know, like there's no respect here, and you know you're not you're not treating. I guess they was basically just trying to say like, you know. He wasn't treating them equally, you know, as they felt as though they should be treated. And, you know, at first, like I said, I ain't speak on it because I ain't even know. I've learned to not speak on things until you get enough information, until you get at least enough facts to really formulate your own opinion on something. So, yeah, man, how, how Joe put it was, you know, Roy's trying to sabotage the show and he got mauled basically to to side with him on it. And, you know, they missed some episodes and the numbers kind of dipped in the show. 
And then after a couple of weeks, you know, numbers got back to where they normally were because I can I can be a, a living testament to that. When Monroy left at first, I didn't know what was going on. And I didn't I wasn't really feeling the icing ish on the show. So I stopped listening probably for like three or four episodes myself just because I'm like, eh, it's not really the same without them. I don't really want to listen without, you know, all three of them present because I like all their opinions. Honestly, I'm. I'm a fan of Roy, I'm a fan of Mom, I'm a fan of Joe. I think they all have stuff that they contribute to the show that makes it unique. You know, Maul's like the real cool laid back guy who just kinda too cool for school type of the thing. Joe is Joe. Everybody knows how Joe is, yeah, how he gives it up. Um it's pretty straightforward. He'll tell you what's on his mind. And Roy kinda has, you know, that, that college uh background and, you know, he worked in different positions and you know record labels and managing people managing groups he had Duce Palooza so you know he has his his unique perspective as well so and then of course Parks is there as well so it was a good it was a good like it was a good little a group it was a good tandem and you know when they were going I didn't really know what was going on you know I I kind of felt like it was like some business stuff and that's what it came out to be it came out to be like you know, I guess they were just weren't happy with, you know, they wanted to know where certain monies was coming from because, you know, they they up during the pandemic and, you know, they're getting paid well, getting paid. They all got raises Uh, recently. I remember they even announced that on the show that they all got raises. I remember when Joe gave them all Bitcoin, like 5,000 Bitcoin or something crazy, just cut off the cash app deal and stuff like that. So... It's kind of unfortunate, man, that, you know, Joe fired him. He fired them both. He said that, you know, y'all, their energy wasn't right and that, you know, he just wasn't feeling it. Like, he's not going to fund his his sabotage of his own show. And I feel him because I guess what Roy been trying to do is he wanted to have, like, ownership in the show and he wanted to, you know, just have more of what uh, someone else created, you know. Um, and I, I don't know if y'all remember, I briefly touched on like, you know, friendship and business before, uh, a couple episodes back. I don't remember which episode it was, but I, I briefly touched on it. Cause like if, if, if you're in business with your friend and you'll have disagreements, how do you like maneuver through it? Do you just kind of agree to disagree or do you just kind of, you know, stop working with them or, you know, it's, it's, it's a very tricky situation on how you can handle that because friendships can end over you know business disagreements or or like if someone tries to pull a fast one on another person on business you know what I mean so the way Joe put it is that you know if if they fix their energy and things like that then it's possible that they could come back but it's probably not likely and I honestly I don't think it's likely it seems like you know, certain boundaries were crossed that you can't really uncross. Like, you can't try to basically, like, sue someone or, or like, insinuate that someone's being dishonest and untrustworthy and then expect them, expect things to just kind of go back to a, a new normal. It's kind of like when you, if you get cheated on, it's, or it's kind of like if you accuse someone of cheating without actually knowing just kind of like ah oh, you're cheating on me without the facts then you kind of the person kind of loses that 
you know, that bond or that, that, that trust level that was certain that was there before, or if someone, someone does cheat on you, then you know how that affects you, you know? So it's kind of like, I can see how he feels the same way. Like y'all was supposed to trust me. Y'all was supposed to believe in me. I gave y'all raises, you know, we all eating, everybody's good. I'm trying to get us a hundred million dollar deals and things like that. And, and y'all just don't show up to work and y'all conspired to, to do certain things to keep, to try to take the fans away and do this and do that. And it's, it's, it's just really unfortunate, man. Uh, I really enjoyed the show. I'm going to still listen to the show. But it's definitely going to be different now. And it kind of just gives me another viewpoint on, you know, when I start to have guests and when I do these podcasts, you know, with my friends that, you know, my friends, it, it's different because, like, you know, the way Joe was putting it was like, you know, he knew Roy when he first started his very first podcast. But he didn't, he never, like, thought of Roy to be, you know, a co-host on his show, but, but he knew Maul much longer than he knew Roy. They lived together. They had things together and stuff like that. But the difference I feel like with, with them and, you know, with me is that, you know, me and my friends were like, we literally grew up together, grew up together. Like I'm 29 and I probably known my friends for 18 years, you know? So I feel like we hopefully, just by seeing how that played out. And I know all good things kind of comes to an end, but hopefully when we do our podcast, we can have it to where, you know, everyone is, is happy. Hopefully everyone's happy with their role. Everyone has ownership in it because, like, we all created it. Like, if I was to bring co-hosts to this show, Mornings with Omar, then, yeah, I mean, I would be in that Joe position where, you know, this is my, this is what I created. This is my podcast. I own it and no one else can get ownership and I'm going to make final decisions on this show, you know, but if I have a podcast that I create that like me and my friends create, which it's in the works and we all, you know, contributed to, to the success of it, to the creation of it, then obviously that's different than we all would have to like basically how I plan on doing it and, and, uh, presenting it to you know my other friends is that we just gonna have to vote on things majority rules if it's four of us doing a podcast we need at least three people to 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 yay or nay it for you know that thing to happen if we get a split decision then we just got to find a way to to like give it some time give it a week or something and then let everybody re-vote or something or we might have to have like a third or a fifth person that's like a part of the show that votes as well. Like it's, 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 it's very tricky, but it's, 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 you have to be able to learn from either the success or the mistakes of other people to really succeed, you know, to include your own. So, you know, just by this whole situation happening and unfolding, it just gives me an idea of, you know, what I could possibly expect going down the line. If, if we do blow up and get money, or get a deal, or just, you know, we just eating just, just naturally, then, you know, it's, it can be a tricky situation for sure, so, you know, that's, that's the Joe Budden, that's what happened with that, that was very big news, um, Joe Budden podcast been on for the past, like, six years, I want to say, maybe seven, or maybe, 
maybe not seven, but maybe like five, six years it's been out. And listen, the way Joe put it was like, yo, y'all two wasn't even the first two hosts that I started with. You know, he started with three other people that weren't originally, you know, those two. And then transform into, you know, Rory being there and then Maul being there. So, you know, the show goes on and, and you know, you got to, you can't, you got to do what's best for you, your brand, your creations, your artisticness. And that's what he's doing, and I applaud him, you know, and it's just unfortunate that that has to come to an end now at this point. (sighs) But moving on, man, moving on. So this this is interesting. So you know how I just went on my trip with a couple of my guys. And I'm the only single one that went on this trip. Me and three other friends, um, to include my brother. So, uh, they're all in relationships with their with significant others. A couple of them have kids. Um, and but me, like I said, I'm a single guy. So, why why is it that I'm 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 gonna just tell y'all what happened. So the first day, boom, we get there. One of my friends. He's going through it with his girl. Oh, why well, you ain't call me? Or or she's she calls him and cussing him out and you know just have just picking picking petty fights over dumb stuff. And it's like, damn, bro, like you can't even enjoy it. Like she she you asked her if you can go on this vac this vacation trip, guys trip. She said okay. And then once you get here, she starts tripping and just just wilding for no reason. So, you know, I'm thinking it's an isolated incident. I let it go. Like, and he kind of lets it go. Like, you know, she'd be tripping sometimes. Then, not long after, my other friend, his girl, starts hitting him, just nagging him and, and this, that, and the third, and, you know, cussing him out. And, this, and I'm just like, damn, bro. Like, and and then right after that, you know, my, my other friend, you know, his girl starts tripping and wilding him for no reason. And it, it made me think, like, one, I'm happy I'm single, and I could just take trips whenever I want without having to answer any to anyone. And two, why is it that men can't have fun without y'all, ladies? Why is it that when we go on vacation or we go on a little guy's trip, you know, we get nagged, or not we, but them, they get nagged, get accused of things. Uh, we have to call you every minute, or we have to check on you. And yo, not for nothing, they were doing. I'm, I could be biased, but I don't think it's biased. Like they were doing everything right. They would they was checking in with their girls. Hey, babe. They would call them here and there. We just got here. We on the way home. And this and the third. You know, checking in when they can. And I don't know if anybody really knows, but like in Puerto Rico where we were, uh, we were in the mountains, Barranquitas. You know what I mean, so it's not like San Juan, tourist area. It's not Luquillo Beach where you know it's a lot of tourists. We're like in the middle of the island, surrounded by trees and, you know, no beach. It's just forest kind of looking. So they didn't really have service. Like I had service because, you know, I got a good phone plan. Um, Shout out to AT&T. And, you know, I have service most places I go. But them, on the other hand, they didn't really have service like that. So when they trying to tell they, they girls like, yo, I ain't got service. Service is going in and now calls dropping. Yo, they not trying to hear it. They thinking. Niggas is out here cheating and just doing, you know, all this other stuff that we wasn't even doing. We was literally just cooling, 
we spend a lot of time driving because to get from one place to the next, it's like, you know, like an hour drive to get from this town to get to the next town to get to here, get from the north to the south, you know. And then, you know, it, it was literally all week. Like the whole time we were there, they girls was tripping. They girls was starting arguments for no reason, left and right, yo, one after the other. Like literally, like if it's ten o'clock in the morning, this dude's girl's tripping. By twelve, somebody else's girl's tripping. By two, somebody else's girl's tripping. And I'm just like, bruh, I'm just sitting there with the most puzzled look ever. Like y'all niggas need to get out. Of like y'all don't even. Like, these females really be y'all be really be tripping like that. That niggas can't even like just take a guy's trip without having to to you know get accused of things or just have petty arguments started for no reason. <laughs> like oh man, I wish y'all could have y'all could have heard some of them conversations that I had to be subjected to with with these females, bro. Y'all, that's what I'm saying. I'm not getting into a relationship until. I have a female that one obviously is like my friend and that, you know, understands because I understand that people are human and people need space and people want to have their own fun and be responsible for their own fun and their own happiness. Like if my girl went on a girl's trip, I expect her to check in on me, you know, here and there whenever she can, whenever she thinks of me. Um, I wouldn't nag her constantly like. Every hour on the hour texting, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? You know what I mean? Because I know she's probably just trying to have fun. I'm that type of guy, you know. I expect my girl to be that type of girl. Like if you can't just let me go on a guy's trip and have fun and and reach out to you when you know when it's like I don't want to say like when it's necessary, but when I when I'm ready to, when I want to, when I'm done doing something or when I'm in the middle of if I'm traveling to another place to do something else, then, you know, I feel like if I don't hit you at all, then I'm, I'm I'm obviously out of line. If I'm doing nothing different than I would do when I'm home, I don't feel like you should be tripping like that. Yo. Like they were they girls was literally tripping the entire time. And I'm just like, damn. Bros really can't go nowhere and have fun, even if even if we wasn't. In PR, even if we was here in the states, and if we went had a guys' night out and went to the bar or something, I'm pretty sure that I could expect the same things to be happening. Cause girls don't like guys to have fun. It's just that simple. Until I'm proven otherwise, I'm gonna just believe that and I'm sticking to it. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy. And another thing is like. I have other friends that, you know, like, because I like to take trips. I like to travel and stuff like that. And I have other friends that I'd be wanting to travel with and do things with. But everybody has kids, bro. And it's hard to to travel at the rate I travel with people. Because, like, literally all my friends, except probably a handful of them, like, probably five of them have kids, you know. So it's just like. And then the ones that don't have kids, they don't live necessarily close to me. They live in another state. So it's like I'm trying to plan something around, you know, somebody else's life in another state to travel with. And it's it's really complicated to, to do. But, you know, one of the things I want to do, especially more of this year, is just traveling by myself. Like it's not 
it's not the safest thing to do. So I, I try not to, I try not to do it too much, and I try not to go. Like I did it obviously before, and I go to places that I'm kind of familiar with, but I don't want to travel somewhere I'm not too familiar with by myself. But it's just like it's it's hard because you know, like I said, I'm ready for my next trip already. I just got back, but I'm ready for my next trip already. And I'm trying to plan it, but it's like everybody got kids or people got family things that they have to deal with and or they can't take off of work and they got to do this and do that. And it's just like, bruh, I just want to take another trip. I just want to live life. And I know I know people have responsibilities and I'm not trying to make people like obviously, you know, put their responsibilities to the side to just do go have some fun with me. But it's hard, man. It's definitely hard out here. Shout out to all us single people without kids you know that's just trying to find a way to to have some fun when all our friends have kids you know and shout out to the good parents that that's that's holding stuff down you know mother's day was this past weekend shout out to all the mothers too you know hopefully y'all had a good day hopefully you didn't have to have the kids and if you did you know hopefully you you get your break here soon and you get some time to yourself to to just do some something for yourself you know so shout out to all the mothers man shout out to my mother shout out to my stepmother shout out to all my sisters that are mothers and shout out to all my girlfriends that are mothers um you know shout out to y'all life wouldn't be nothing without y'all because y'all give it to us so shout out to all y'all man um what else is going on in the world oh i read that maya angelo is going to be on a quarter um, starting twenty twenty five, they're gonna start circulating those. I don't know whatever happened to the Harriet Tubman. I think she was supposed to be on a twenty dollar bill. I don't know what happened to that. I know Trump like went away with it, but I think Biden, he decided to bring it back or something. President Biden. Listen, man, I'm not a big fan of any of these presidents, government officials. It is what it is. But shout out to Maya Angelou and everything that you contributed and everything that you've done and all your work. You're a queen and, you know, celebrations is, is in order for you for being on the quarter. And that's a big deal, man. So congrats to her. Can't wait to get that quarter. First one I get, I'm definitely holding. I'm cherishing it. And, and I'm going to just keep it because you never know if they'll the next group of people do away with it. So. You know, if it comes out, I'm going to definitely grab one. I'm going to definitely put it in a safe place. And, and, you know, it may be the only time that we get that type of, uh, that type of, uh, it may be the only time that we get up on a dollar bill or a quarter or anything like that. So, shout out to Maya Angelou. Still I rise, still I rise. Oh, another thing about that, you know, just staying on this subject, uh, yo, as as black people, especially, and this is mainly who I'm talking to, we really got to start celebrating our own people. You know, we can't, like, we live in America, but obviously this America is, is it's presented as white America, you know, it's presented as, as a history that doesn't really include black people except for Martin Luther King Jr. and... Who else? Who else, like, federally is, like, I think that may be the only, I mean, we got Black History Month, but 
we got Martin Luther King holiday. That's the only real holiday that people get off mostly everywhere. So what I mean is that, like, it's up to us. And I said this before that you can't rely on, on these public schools to teach your children. Just like you can't rely, we can't rely on America to cele- celebrate our people for us. You know, so when it comes to these birthdays of, um, you know, not only Dr. King, but Malcolm X and Huey Newton and, and Maya Angelou and, and you know, James Baldwin or uh, um, Crispus Attucks or whomever, like, there's we have so many, you know, prominent figures throughout history um, that, that were black or African-American or African descent that we could and we should celebrate. I mean, we even have um, Kwanzaa that, you know, not many people even celebrate, but it's our holiday or like Christmas. It's not, it's right after Christmas, but it's like our, our holiday in the winter, you know, that's for us. And I don't really know too many people that even celebrate Kwanzaa, you know, I personally never celebrated it, but I never said, I only didn't celebrate it because I don't, I want to celebrate it the right way. I don't want to like celebrate it for one day or I always like the last couple of years I've been working at jobs that I couldn't take off and I'm not in that position anymore. So, and if I was in that position, I would tell, you know, my employer, like, listen, I work on any of these other holidays. That I don't really care about Thanksgiving, Christmas, Labor Day, whatever, but you know, for Kwanzaa and I encourage other people to do it as well as like really take pride in celebrating our people and let's create holidays that are for us because other people have they have St. Patrick's Day. You know I mean, that's that's an Irish holiday, you know. They have Easter, they got Memorial Day and it, I mean, obviously these days are are respectable Memorial Day, Labor Day, um July 4th, Independence Day, but we also got to celebrate our days and our our people and our holidays um that are for us, you know, because we can't we shouldn't not that we can't, but we shouldn't live in a society where we're not celebrating ourselves. You know what I mean? It's it's important to do it. If niggas could celebrate Columbus Day, then by all means we we should definitely celebrate our days and everything that we should, you know, we should just celebrate all our history as well. So, you know, whenever I, whenever there's a, a prominent day that I feel like is on the horizon, I know we have Malcolm X. Malcolm X is, um, I think his birthday is coming up for real. If it, I think that's, I think that's what I'm thinking of. But I'll, I'll double check that. But next week, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll provide a little more guidance and, whose birthdays or whose like anniversary or whatever's coming up and but I just want to you know bring up the topic now kind of plant a seed kind of let you know like this is something that we should start doing and I'm gonna start doing it and promoting it as if you know and try to get more people on board so that you know we can celebrate our own thing because everyone else is doing it and we should do it too you know we can't wait around for other people to do it for us or other people to to give us the cue to do something like we can do anything we want like not only this is america but we're we're in we're on earth and we're free to do whatever the hell we choose to do for real so that's that and that's enough of that as well so shout out to all the people 
you know so oh man um okay so i haven't talked about relationships in a while but i'm gonna I'm go ahead and, and bring it back okay my bad i'm gonna go ahead and bring it back uh because i feel like sometimes people just they don't they don't get the cues or they don't get the clues or the or the the they don't see the things that they need to see when it's when it's when they need to see it so from somebody that's been in many relationships some toxic and some good and some that i just messed up and 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 blew my chance with I've learned to to know when when things have reached its its peak or its potential and you know it's 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 no longer you know like when a relationship is at its end I can kind of see I I know the red flags or I know like the hints that that kind of makes me realize like all right this is something that I have to remove myself from so just to give y'all some some transparency about my life, you know, I had a relationship a few years back with uh, a woman, and you know, we we didn't work out. Um, there was like some some accusations of cheating, which turned out to be true. Um, not for me, but you know, as I as I had like a gut feeling, and you know, the options there was like okay even though I had an idea that she cheated and then I later found out that she did, even though she didn't initially admit to it, you know, I could have stayed, we could have stayed living together and kind of try to find a way to work it out, whatever, whatever. But me just been going through the, the things that I went through in life already at that point, um, being in toxic relationships prior to that. And, and right before that situation, you know, my best friend was killed. So, you know, I wasn't really in a place to to sit around and, and deal with people cheating or people, like, being unhappy or people, you know, just not being the best boyfriend and, and girlfriend or husband and wife that, you know, I felt as though we could have been. So at that moment, although it didn't feel the best, I was able to make the decision, like, okay, I need to walk away from this because this isn't going to serve me any any anything good. Nothing's gonna 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 come from this if I if I stay in it. Um, so I moved out and I moved on with my life, you know, and that's just what I did. And obviously, you know, I'm not gonna act like it was like a clean, smooth transition out because it wasn't. Um, I still felt things afterwards. I still had emotions afterwards. I still even at times wanted to try to make it work. Um. But I, you know, I knew better than to try to, to like, express that openly, you know. Like, I had the thought, but I didn't actually really act on it. So, basically what I'm saying is that, fellas, this is for, for the fellas out there, you got to know when it's time to walk away from a female. You know, I had a friend recently who, uh, she broke up with her, um, her, you know, boyfriend that she had. And, you know, she was just voicing to me like, hey, you know. Uh, I'm trying to I try to be nice about it. I try to be respectful about it and and you know just break up with people and and with the dude and um you know just try to do it in a in a in a way where you know you you know you're going to hurt the person but you just try to do it in a way where it's like you know it, it's it's kind of like it's not you it's me type of thing. 
So, you know, fellas, like, listen, when a woman tells you that they are unhappy, and I, I, I told this, told you all about this when I had a friend that went through the same, same situation. When a woman tells you she ain't happy, that's a cue that either, listen, she's, she's about to do what she wants to do, or she's about to, you know, if you decide to just ignore that, then she's probably going to cheat on you, or, you know, she's ready for something different in, in her life. You know, so that's one. Like, woman tells you she's unhappy, just either try to make changes or just get out of her way. It's probably best to just get out of her way. Just give it space, give it time, just get out of her way. She needs to do something that doesn't involve you. Or if a woman tells you blatantly, listen, this is over. I don't want to be with you for whatever reason. Good reason, bad reason, indifferent reason. Bruh. Listen, just accept it, let it go, move on. Don't try to, there's nothing you can, when a woman is done or she she's, tells you she's done or she feels unhappy, there's nothing you can do. It's already too late at that point. You just got to suck it up and move on. You can't, you can't try to, oh, can I buy you this? Or can I come over one last time? Or can I do this? Or we should do this? Or don't send her a paragraph or two don't try to guilt trip her into staying with you longer because all that's going to do is prolong the situation yeah i mean i've I've seen it i mean firsthand with with myself and i've seen it firsthand with others like i know how the game goes you got to learn the game yeah i mean people got to do what's best for them and when a woman tells you she's unhappy or she's done or she wants to move on or she just breaks up with you you just got to respect it and move on. Either somebody else got it or, like I said, she needs to figure something out that doesn't involve you. So, listen, bro, it's just, I know it doesn't feel the best. I had to walk away from some tough situations myself that I wasn't necessarily ready to walk away from. But as a man, only thing you do is accept it and move on. And she'll probably, you know, um look at you in a more favorable light if you just accepted it and moved on and you can't put no emotions into it at that point like the emotions is out of it yeah i mean when someone makes a decision like that it's not based off emotions it's based off of you know what they need to do for them it's based off of what's best for them that's how i see it at least so if it comes to that point and, and same same with it could go vice versa too I'm not a female, so I can't speak for females. I can only speak for men. But, ladies, if a man tells you, listen, I don't want to do this anymore or whatever, whatever, just allow that guy to do that, you know? Give him that, that courtesy and that respect to have that space, especially ladies, because y'all are toxic, too. You know what I mean? It's not just men. Y'all are toxic, too. We tell y'all, my friend, matter of fact, I know he tried to break up with his girl a couple times, and she won't let him break up with him. She she literally won't let him break up with him. She'll just keep calling him or keep texting him or, you know what I mean? She'll she'll hit my line or, you know what I mean, trying to get to this guy. And it's like, yo, like, that shit's not cool. When someone tells you, like, they want to they wanna end things or whatever they want to do, like, give them that respect. Give them that courtesy. Regardless of whether you think their reasoning is, is justified or not, you know I mean, you got to let people have their space and their time to themselves. To either, you know, think through whatever they need to think through or get through whatever 
you know, uncertainties or uneasy feelings that they have to get back into a better place. Because maybe maybe things will come back full circle and everything will be just fine. But if you don't allow that person to to have that space to clear their mind and and come to a, you know, a, a better place, then you're only setting yourself up and you're setting a relationship relationship up for its demise, you know, because. I know one of the things I didn't I didn't like in my younger life is like when I want to do something or when I have a decision or when I make a decision and I say this is what I want to do and now I'm guilt tripped into feeling the way I feel and now I'm like damn okay I'm not supposed to feel this way and I go against my own beliefs and now I have resentment inside because you know I wanted to do something and now I can't even do it because you made me feel as though I couldn't do it. So you know, just a little relationship advice. And, I mean, who wants to take relationship advice from a single dude? I don't know. However, it's free, so you take what you want from that, you know. Believe in it, don't believe in it. Try it out, don't try it out. It makes no difference to me. I'm just here to give you some of the keys and, and things that I felt as though I I gained and learned over time, over over time, you know. Ah, uh, so, man, let's see. What else, what else, what else, what else, what else? What else, what else, what else? What else happened in the world? I really learned a lot from my relationships, you know, and I wanted to have this conversation when with someone else, but it's not really an option, so I'll just I'll just kind of touch on it a little bit. Um, So we all have relationships in life, you know, whether they're romantic relationships or you know, sibling relationships, parental relationships, uh, uh, parent-child relationships, whatever. You got to learn. You got to do your best to learn from from these relationships. Um, so I'll just stick on romantic relationships for now. And maybe at a later date, I'll, I'll touch on the others. So, you know, just, just to kind of piggyback on everything I was saying, for me personally... I've learned a lot over over my 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 course of of females that I dealt with. Um I learned and most of it is I learned about myself, you know. I've, I I learned about other people, but the majority of the information I learned was like internalized and I learned about, you know, the things that I'm comfortable with. I learned more about my boundaries. I learned more about what I like to do, what I don't like to do, what I'm willing to accept what I'm not willing to accept, um, what I like in a woman, what I dislike in a woman. I learned how to, you know, be, to to do like household um, chores, split those things. I do this, you do that, you know, try to keep things equal. I'll take out the trash, you cook, I'll do the dishes, you know, um, I'll put the laundry in, you fold them or vice versa, like, there's a lot of stuff that you can learn in a relationship. And I think it, it's imperative that you you reflect pretty often. I think I may have said this early on in, in one of the pods. Um, but I try to reflect as much as possible in, in all situations. So especially in the, in relationships. Like, it's important to, like, if, if you're new in a relationship or if you've been in a relationship for a while, um, reflect, just reflect on it. Like, okay. How is the relationship different from 
from now than what it was six months ago. What improved, what didn't improve, uh, what's going well, what's not going well, what are we really good at? You know, um, you got to like, and then reflect also on yourself is like, okay, how have I, how have I grown from the past six months from being in this relationship? Have I gotten happier? Have I learned more about myself? Did I do more things that I like to do? Or did I like do less of the things that I want to do? Do I make as many decisions as I would like to? Or, you know, all these type of things kind of go into, they go into, you know, just growing as a person, you know? And if you if you feel as though, if you reflect and you feel as though, okay, I'm not being much of myself as much as I used to. Like, I'm not being true to myself in, in this relationship. I know sometimes, like, when you get in a relationship, you could take a back seat to someone that either makes more money than you or um, just has more expertise in, in navigating uh, through life. Like, for instance, say you're just not really good with with money and you know your your partner is better at handling money than you are then maybe it's best that you you know let that person you know control the finances because you you spend too much money or you you recklessly spend or you you impulse spend or you know you're just not good at at managing money some people aren't so you just got to learn about yourself and learn about you know about about your relationship and about, you know, how you are in a relationship and about, like I said, the same thing that applies to me applies to you. What, what goes well in it, what's what's not going well, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, we'll talk about that that a little more in depth with, with the guest and preferably a female guest. I have one in mind. I'm just trying to make it happen uh, at this point, but it, it'll come, you know, so in due time, I don't. I don't rush anything. I feel as though everything's perfect timing in life. So, you know, when it, when the time comes, the time will come, and it will be the perfect time. So don't worry about that. Don't fret about that. I do want to let you all know that I, I do myself have some more music coming out very soon. I'm in the process of shooting a video, and it's definitely going to be a song for the summer that, you know, you could vibe to. Uh, I may even... I may even uh upload that 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 uh song. I I don't want we'll see, we'll see, but um yeah, definitely be on the lookout. I'll I'll give y'all more information about that. But, you know, ho- hopefully everybody enjoys their weekend, enjoys their Friday, has a good 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 time. You know, the semester's over for all the college folks. Um I think this was the last week for for at least me and for or last week was the last week. But a lot of people, you know, shout out to all the graduates that, you know, getting their bachelor's, getting their associates, getting their master's, maybe even doctorate degrees. Like, shout out to all the college people. I know it's stressful and I know it's a struggle. But just keep going. Keep pushing forward. You know, if, if the semester was good, then kudos to you. If it was bad, then, you know, it ain't all over yet. It ain't all bad. It ain't all... um Everything isn't, you know, it's not a catastrophe, you know, shit happens. You can only just try to learn and get better and improve off the things that you did right or any things that you did, you didn't do as best as you could. So, you know, shout out to all the college folks. 
just keep going, keep pushing forward, keep your head up, because um, it ain't the end of the world, and, you know, it all going to be worth it in the end. So shout out to y'all, and shout out to me as well, because I'm a college student as well. Um, oh, so, you know, I, I don't know why I always wait to the end to talk about Dogecoin, but here we are again. So, you know, I told you all about Dogecoin last episode, and I told you all to invest in it. You know, the talent was now to invest, and I gave y'all this whole soliloquy about it. Um, but, and then Elon Musk went on Saturday Night Live and fucked the money up. You know what I mean? He went on there talking about it was a hustle, and, you know, he just, all this other nonsense about it. So, it, it, it fucked the price up. Everybody started to sell it after, you know, he said it was a hustle, and I guess that just made people not really want to, trust in it or believe in it so you know dogecoin went from a record high like 70 something cent and it, it went down to the bottom and like i think yesterday it hit like 30 something cent 31 cent or so like it really went down and if you invested in it when it was high uh or if you invested in it off the strength of me telling you to invest in it and you lost some money listen I'm not a financial expert, so I do I I do want to give you that disclaimer. Um, however, it's it's okay though, you know, because it happens, and you may be down. Listen, I was down a couple hundred myself, you know, but it went it it's going right back up, you know. It's currently sitting. Listen, earlier today, it was at thirty one cent, you know, thirty thirty something cent. 39 cent, 38 cent, something like that, whatever. Um, but it's back up to 50 cent now, so you know, like I said, man, all isn't lost. These things happen. It's it's it was a week ago when that Saturday Night Live shit happened and Elon Musk went up there talking crazy. But it's it's still going to go back up. So it went it it went pretty low, but it's going back up now. So I'm not telling you to invest in it now. I'm not telling you to, to whatever. You do what you want to do with your money. But one of the things I don't know if you if you if you're on Robin Hood, this is a little trick for you. All right, I learned this trick just recently myself. So if you have Dogecoin and you're down a couple hundred dollars, this is what you could do: sell some of it. Sell some of your Dogecoin if you bought it at like sixty cent. And now it's only worth fifty cent, and you you down some money. Just sell a couple hundred of it if you got. I don't know how much Dogecoin you have, but sell some of it and buy it right back. It uh, you're not gonna really lose any money, and you'll end up getting more Dogecoin anyway. So like, let's say you sold a hundred Dogecoin, hundred dollars worth of Dogecoin, and that hundred dollars was worth. 290 dogecoin right so you sold 100 dollars worth and you sold 290 dogecoin and then you bought back dogecoin at the price where it's lower so let's say you have a you have an average cost of 62 cent you sold it and you bought back right back at when it was at 39 cent yeah i mean so now your average cost of 61 cent might drop to like 50 four cent or 55 cent or 56 cent you know what i'm saying so when you buy that lower 
You should always want to buy things when it when you feel like it's at. Oh, excuse me. When you feel like it's or when it is just at a lower cost than what you bought it for, because now you're gonna bring down your lower average, and in the process, when you're buying it at that lower cost, you're buying you can get more of it. So, like I said, your hundred dollars worth that you sold of Dogecoin, you may have sold two hundred ninety Dogecoin, but once you buy it right back, now you might be buying three hundred and ten Dogecoin at thirty nine. What I say, thirty nine cent or 40 cent and now you can also bring your average cost down at the same time so it's just a little trick there that you know even though you may be down just buy rate right back um that lower that average cost to where it's kind of at that or just put in more money like you could just add more money so you don't even have to sell if you have the money to do it just buy more at a lower cost and it'll bring your average down and when it goes back up which it will do you'll be up listen if you got Five thousand Dogecoin, Dogecoin, ten thousand Dogecoin, and that joint hits ten dollars. You know, you up up. It may not hit it within this month, but just think about next year. Let's just say Dogecoin hits ten dollars next year, next January or something, and you got ten thousand of them joins. You up a hundred. You up a hundred thousand, just off of Dogecoin. Ethereum is it hit a record high. Um, that shit was over four thousand dollars. So that's another thing that you can invest in. That's the second highest cryptocurrency. You know what I mean? So Bitcoin, Ethereum, Dogecoin, invest in it all. Cybersecurity, invest in it because that's that's something that's gonna boom. It's needed with especially with cryptocurrency rising, you need security for that. You need cybersecurity for that. You need cybersecurity because things are getting hacked and and people are paying ransom to these hackers. Cybersecurity is it. Um, I don't know if gas is something that you should invest in. That's one of the things I need to ask one of my one of my uh, you know, friends that are a little more knowledgeable in this. Um, with gas prices going up, do you want to invest in gas? Try to. Does, I don't know if that if that means you know these gas um like Shell and and um these other like petroleum oil companies i don't know if that means that you know their costs or their 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 stocks will go up as well i'm gonna find that out and i'm gonna try to report that back to y'all because maybe that could be a quick flip right there i mean buying uh some investing some oil or gas company and you know like i said summer's coming and stuff like that i don't know if that's gonna raise the price so i don't know if it's a quick flip or not so don't take my word on it but uh yeah, man, listen, trust in Doge. Doge will be fine, and y'all will be fine. Your money's going to go back up, uh, so don't panic. Just try to stay up to date with it. You know, when, when there's bad news about anything, people are going to sell because that's just what they do. They they don't, they're, they're, they get scared, they panic, and they don't want to see things through. So once some people start to sell, once a lot of people start to sell, the price just goes to shit. So just try to stay up to date. Follow, get some Reddit notifications or follow some groups that talk about this stuff pretty often so you know when these transactions occur. I missed that. I didn't know that Elon Musk went on Saturday Night Live and just bombed it um, and not in a good way because, like I said, I lost some bread too. But, you know, it's going back up now. So I'm kind of I'm kind of good where I'm at. I was able to lower that, that average cost. When things went down to the bottom, 
So, cause like I bought, I bought some really low. Like I bought some like at like ten cent, five cent. Shit went up. I sold early. Bought more. Shit went up. You know what I mean? So, I've been I've been going with the flow too, and I haven't I haven't struck gold yet. But at this point now, I'm really going all in on the Doge. That's just me personally. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like sell anymore because now I really just want to stack this. So when this when this thing hits. It's a high, high, for real, for real. Once that hits, it got to 70 cent. It's close to getting to that dollar. So you want to try to get as much doge as you possibly can before that thing hits a dollar. You know what I mean? Because that's when I feel like it's really going to take off. You know? And it's it'll probably be a while before it gets to $5, before it gets to $10. But when it does, and if you have 10,000, 20,000, 100,000 dogecoin, just, just imagine where that shit's going to go. Like you're gonna be so up, it's not even gonna be funny. That's that's just that's just the like reality of it. A hundred thousand Dogecoin, and if if you even if that shit even hits five dollars, you know I mean, you got five hundred thousand. But that's a, that's if you have it at like, but if your cost is is like like I said, if your cost is around forty cent, and you have a hundred thousand Dogecoin. And that joint hits five dollars, bro. Just forget about it. Forget a fucking about it. All right. All right. Let's see. Is there anything else I should talk about before I wrap this shit up? Um, that Chinese flying object rocket thing. That shit landed. I think I mentioned that last podcast. I don't know, but there was like a piece of a rocket ship that China was responsible for. It was supposed to. They was thinking it was going to land in Philly somewhere, Pennsylvania area. But I think it ended up landing in, like, the the, the Central America or something. Or maybe off the coast of something. I don't know. But that was pretty weird. Um, uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I don't think there's anything else that I need to talk about. Well, oh, yeah, here we go. We can talk about sports. Before uh before we get out of here, um. So I I don't have these predictions as I said uh the um. The 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 basketball I'm sorry the basketball, you know awards predictions as I as I thought, um because, I want to wait till the season ends and see where everybody finishes out you know so this is the last week of of this NBA season. So next week I will have some predictions for the awards, rookie of the year, MVP, defensive player of the year, coach of the year, etc. Um they created a new award, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar award for like social um like social justice like some something like that, you know, some social justice award or something like that. So where all the teams can nominate a player and then um, I think like the top five, like the number one person gets like a hundred thousand to donate to their cause, and then like the other four get like four thousand or something. But the main person that wins it also gets the trophy or something as well. So pretty cool little thing. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if LeBron won it this year. You know, with the things that he d- he's done and continues to do. So we'll see. Um, but uh, listen, as things stand today. 
the the Sixers are still on top of the East. Um, and, you know, they clinched. They didn't clinch the number one seed yet, but it's looking likely. James Harden came back for the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, he came off the bench. I think he had, like, 18, and 18 points, 11 assists or something. Um, didn't really miss a beat. The, the Nets, their big three only played, like, seven games, which is crazy. Listen, they only played, like, seven games together. And, you know, they was – people, the analysts have been wondering would this lack of time together, you know, affect them for the playoffs. We don't know, but we'll see. Playoffs starting, like, a week and a half. So, you know, they sitting in second place right now. Um, the Knicks clinched the playoff. Miami did. Atlanta did, Milwaukee did, Brooklyn did, and then the playoff berths, play-in berths, they go to Boston, Charlotte, and Indiana, and then that last play-in berth is either down to Washington or Chicago. Neither one clinched yet, um, so that's what the East is looking like. And in the West, Utah clinched, Phoenix clinched, Clippers clinched, Denver clinched, Dallas clinched. Um, Portland and, and the Lakers Portland, Dallas, and the Lakers They can all like rotate spots um, Portland's in 5th Dallas is in 6th LA's in Lakers is in 7th So you know Depending on how the season finishes The Lakers could be in 5th or 6th If one of those teams go 0-2 If one of those teams win Then the Lakers is in the play-in berth um, against either go either Golden State or Memphis, and San Antonio they clinched the fi- they clinched the final playing berth. So Greg Pop's back in could possibly be-, be back in the playoffs. Um, without no real superstar, you know, Pop knows what he's doing, and you know it's been a COVID year. A lot of people in and out of lineups all over the NBA. So we'll see, man. We'll see. The Lakers they're definitely in trouble. As I mentioned before, uh, LeBron and AD both set out their last game. Um, so, I don't know, man. Um, but, yeah, man, it's, it's we're going to see exactly how this thing unfolds, especially next week. By the time next week comes, we'll see exactly how the standings are. Nothing new happened in the NFL. Same old, same old. Aaron Rodgers don't want to be there. Tim Tebow, this guy trying to make the Jaguar squad as a tight end. We know what that is. That's that's called privilege. Um so yeah, man, we an hour and a half in. I feel like this is pretty solid. Good place to end. I hope everybody has a good, happy, healthy weekend. You know, has fun. Spend some time with yourself, with your family, or just doing something you love or doing something that's different. Uh, you know, health is wealth. Stay in shape, stay active, eat right. <clears throat> and listen, man, y'all know what's up, man. Till next time, I appreciate y'all. Uh, let me give y'all a nice little quote here. Um, it's one of my favorite quotes before I end this thing. And this quote is by the great Langston Hughes. Okay. And he says, I may have said this before. I have discovered in life that there are ways of getting almost anywhere you want to go if you really want to go. With that being said, 
It's your boy O. Follow me on Instagram, ohh.omar. Follow the podcast, Mornings with Omar. I'm out.